Welcome back, people. It is episode 19 of season three of the Taxi Squad podcast. We are a day earlier than usual, about Tuesday. 48 hours prior to release date. It is a lovely Tuesday. Tuesday. We hope you're enjoying it, but you will be hearing this on Thursday. So happy Thursday to you. Happy Friday, Junior. And as always, we're back at it. Vinny, how you been? Oh, just splendid. Uh, it's finally turning into summertime shy, which is nice. Um, I was able to put on the air conditioner the other day, which is a big step for me. Um, just, you know, as a person, as my happiness um, comes back into play when it's summer. So I couldn't be better. How are you, bud? Oh, you know, man, I'm fantastic. It was a fun old weekend jumping around in your neck of the woods, even though you oh, weren't yeah. even there. Nope. So no, what are you going to do? What are you gonna do? That's what it is. He was out doing mini golf stuff because yep. it was such a lovely day. Yeah, I golfed like and shit, but I it's saw, all right. Hey, usually the first few rounds of the year aren't they that way? Yeah, this is like you know, round Mike's five. Not necessarily for me a golf guy. So, really oh, that's be right, because you did the Kentucky yeah. trip. Yeah, the Augusta. Right. Yes, <laughs> yes, Augusta trip. My bad. Yeah. But you golfed the in Masters. Kentucky. <laughs> yes, I, remember I did. That. Yes. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Going to just drop a nugget of the Masters in yeah. front of God everybody. Just having a good time well, there. Good. Yeah, some, saw some obscure 2000s band at the Metro. Pretty cool. And didn't understand what the hub was about. Not cool. No. Not cool. Somebody was like, do you want to go see that band again? I'd be like, yeah, you can. Do, yeah. Miss me yeah. with that, please. I mean, I knew one song. And everybody who, who else knew they? all the words. Who were they? And I felt like that guy. Uh, okay, it was Lucky Boy's Confusion. They had one song the fuck is in the that? early 2000s. Oh, yeah. They're from Naperville, Illinois. Really? And they're like an obscure pop punk band. Okay. And the fact I think that we're talking about them on this podcast is the most publicity they've gotten in years. Yeah, I've never and, heard of them. Um, with all that, they were actually featured on the MVP Baseball 2005 no way. soundtrack. That means I know one song because yeah. I love that soundtrack. Yeah, so that soundtrack was Hey Driver is the name of the song. Okay. And that is arguably their largest song in existence. The rest of them, I had no idea what the fuck they were. So I was just that kind of that one guy at the bar like, I am not that interested to be in the pit right now, so I'm just going to kick back here. Have a few cocktails. Watch it. And I was waiting by the stairs for their last song, which, of course, was Hey Driver. Saw the song. Had a clear bird's eye view to stage. Out the door. Nice. How you doing? Kept it moving. Kept it moving. That's what but, you got to do. I've been to plenty of shows where I'm like, you know what? Not feeling this energy at all. And that's kind of the way you got to you gotta deal with that. Well, the bottom level by the bar, of course, it's always assholes to elbows. Yeah. Right? I got kicked out and of there, there were once. a fair amount of like. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I, yeah I, I could see it. I had a drink when I was 19 at my brother's show there, and then I got kicked out, and then he gave me a shout-out after I got kicked out. Really tragic shit, I'm not going to lie. I want to just shout-out to my brother Vince for helping me write this Yeah, stuff. I bought him Vince some jeans. He's like, thanks for the, the jeans. Like, and me, I was at my house with my other buddy, Josh, who also got kicked out with me. It was a good time. It was a good time for us. Yeah, city of Chicago is not so lax about it. That was about ten drinking, years but... ago, though. So we're back around. You had a fake back and around, coming around the mountain. Well, that was the issue, Vince. That sounded pretty strange. But Maybe not stranger. so unusual for this group, but we have found some stranger things and some unusual things. Not too sexual this week. No, got something from the NBA. 
kind of Why aggressive don't you this week. Kick this one off. Yeah. Ooh. So many people, many people have heard this. Uh, so again, we're recording this on Tuesday, so there could be a big difference in how the actual um, matchups are working out in the playoffs right now. But um, as we stand, Nikola Jokic and Matt Ishbia. Matt Ishbia is the new owner of the Suns. Um, took the place of Robert Sarver, who is a celebrity on this podcast for being an all-time bad dude. Well, he um, he did some sexy stuff last year. He did some sexual things. I don't know if it was sexy, but yes. Um, he was just grabbing. He was grabbing. Yeah, he was a big grabber. Um, but it, uh, either way, Matt Ishbia on the court um, for that game against the Nuggets and Nikola Jokic. Going to get the ball that goes out of bounds. Matt Ishbia catches the ball, holds the ball like this is my ball and I'm taking it and going home, that kind of deal. Um, and then Jokic kind of like goes to get the ball, shoves him a little bit. Ishbia, big flop. Big flop time. He's been watching too much basketball. He knew what to do in the situation. Falls back in his chair like, oh, this man's been shot or something. Um Ends up coming out after it. Everybody's like, oh, God, Jokic might get suspended for a game, blah, blah, blah. Ishbia said that's not necessary at all, which was cool, because if he was actually trying to flop to get him kicked out, number one, good strategy. I think uh, if you're the owner, you got to do everything for your team to win, um, and I think that's a good strategy, but also I think that is a bitch move for sure. Uh, I don't think that <laughs> I don't think that he should be able to affect the game like that, and he didn't. Uh, Jokic ended up getting away with a $25,000 fine for him. That's not that big of a deal. Not suspended for the game. I think it all worked out right, but man, was that hilarious on the internet, I gotta say. I, I've watched the video now a handful of times, and I'm looking at this, and I'm just like, okay, he Jokic just took the ball back. like, And, and he knew a fan shouldn't have the ball. Like, Here's the, here's the difference, right? If yep. this happened to LeBron, we would be like, oh, yeah, this is par for course. Because LeBron James has had fans kicked out of games for hurting his feelings. So is Draymond and Kyrie big on that game. And Russell so, Westbrook. So, yeah. Oh, like, he's bad with it. Just like, but, you know, because he's an owner, right? Yeah. The NBA is colluding. And it's like, <laughs> oh, well, he's an owner. And he got touched. He got farted on. Well, maybe uh, it's a little K. funny. For me, it's a little funny. I came away from this saying, "Hey, they have to suspect. They have to find him to say like, hey, you can't do that,' which you can't. So Ishbia shouldn't be able to do that too. But I think at the end of the day, they did treat it correctly. Like you got to get fined because we have to do it. It's going to be super but low. It's not going to be joking, a big deal. The Joker himself came out and said, "I mean, he put his hands on me. Yeah, they're not protecting me. Shouldn't the league protect me? And by him taking the ball, he was influencing the game." And fans shouldn't be allowed to influence the game. I agree. So who's right? Who's wrong? So, I think Joker is c completely in the right here. Oh, I agree. I don't think no. he should have been fined at all. I think I, it's bullshit. I, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I, I'm with you. I'm with you mostly. I just think the the aftermath was a lot less than what could have been, where it could have been really bullshit, and then I would be up in arms naturally. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, I mean, at the like the Nuggets are probably going to pay that twenty five grand. Let's be honest. Well, no. If this Ishbia had a ball hanging in his sack, he would say, "I'll pay the fine because I had the money to buy an NBA franchise." Oh, dude, he's got and he way said more it's not a big money. deal. So it's like if he's a stand up guy, and like I said, 
he's got a couple of balls hanging in that sack between his legs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he paid a fine for him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, to be honest, this to me is some overstepping nonsense by the NBA because they could come in right here and basically say, listen, let's just move on. Let bygones speak bygones. He apologized. He said it shouldn't have happened. Okay, shit happens. I don't think it was necessarily a flop. I think with Joe could put his hands on you, you're going to sit down. <laughs> I guess. Because yeah. I know I would. Yeah, I imagine if his brothers the were down. there. Imagine if the Jokic brothers were there. Oh, boy. He's got to be connected. Dude. He's got to be connected in be. some way, shape, or um, form. Matt Ishbia, fun fact, part of the 2000 Michigan State Championship uh, team, basketball team. There you go. He was a walk-on on that team from 99 to 2002. That's kind of cool, though. It is. So at least he's got some. See, that, that I think is cool. Yeah, he's so got a little bit necessarily of skin flopped. I think he did, and I think it was hilarious. I liked the whole thing. How do you make all of his money is the real question. Uh, he like a owns a mortgage company, and if I were to know what a mortgage company was, I would tell you, but goddamn if I don't. Huh. All right. So, so And estate. actually, there's hey. a little bit of tea in this, too, because he owns United Wholesale, I believe it's called. And the owner oh. of the Cleveland Cavaliers owns Rocket Mortgage. God and they you. can't, like, they won't do business with competitors like Rocket Mortgage. So, like, there's a big, you know, there's saltiness between the two rich guys. Well, RIP to the owner of the Cavaliers' son. He was 26 years old, died of a degenerative condition. Jesus, when? If anybody paid attention to the NBA over the past like ten years, Cavalier's son would always be there for the lottery pick with his oh, red bow tie. Oh, that was and a while ago, though. Up... No, dude, that was like a week ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. We haven't Louise. talked about it on the podcast, so RIP to that young well, man. Well, that's that's one that's gone too soon. Damn, that's sad. So yeah, yeah, no, it is. You know, this goes to show you, you just gotta live life to the fullest every day. Because you don't know you don't what know they what could what in you fact. got till it's gone. <laughs> Pay paradise. Yes, <laughs> Thank <but> you. <laughs> put up a parking lot. All right. Now, no, I I do 100% disagree with the fine and the measures that the NBA are taking to do this. Because if this was any other fan, it would be like the fan would be kicked out and we wouldn't even be talking about yeah. it. Or we'd be like, is the fan in the right? And we'd probably agree with the fan. Yeah. <laughs> on the flip side. Realistically, yeah. But I mean, nobody got like punched in the face. No. No, it wasn't the malice at the you know? palace or anything here. Let's be honest. No, malice at the palace is insane. The next one is for sure, but this one is not. Well, and with all that, see, segue, big segue Boom. talk. Nah. NASCAR Mike is back. Yeah. Right. Hell yeah, we brother. Welcome back coming. to the pod, brother. <laughs> Welcome back to driving fast yeah. and turning left corners. Turning corners, but only one way. It's left. It's left. And the last time we talked about this, it wasn't really about Ross Chastain mm -hmm. in a negative light. It was about Ross Chastain passing on the wall it was all to win a... NASCAR race, yeah. which was really cool for the time. And Chastain's actually a pretty interesting driver, and he's a well-known watermelon farmer. Ooh. Fun fact. Yeah, actually, every time he wins a race, he eats a watermelon. He breaks it on the ground, and then he eats That's it. That's neat. Yeah. What other so cool facts thought you got? Right? Not like they're worth much. But <laughs> now what I will say is that Ross Chastain, 
actually a really good driver has developed into a good driver. Now okay. this was on Saturday and this was in fact a uh, sprint race as they would call it or the lower level race because in NASCAR you got truck series. Then the Xfinity series is the main. And then there's one in between, which I have no idea. I think it's monster. I think it's the monster series okay. now. Not too clear on all the sponsors. I should actually call up a, a close friend of the pod who actually works for NASCAR. No big Ooh, deal. Anyways, but Ross Chastain and Noah Grayson, Gregson, got into a little uh, scuffle, yeah, one would say. And the video is actually quite electric. It is. And I'd like to make so, it, Chastain's uh, the guy in the white, correct? Chastain is the driver of the number eight car. Yeah. Yes, he's the guy in the okay, white. Okay, so he's got Correct. the furious hands. Now, Noah is a younger man, yep. clearly a little high on oh, life, yeah. feeling a way about stuff. Took a page out of the Kyle Busch book, which you never really want to do, because Kyle Busch has been known for years to be quite a crybaby, yeah. even though somehow he got the nickname of Rowdy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he is a, a rowdy bitch. I don't know that much yeah, about NASCAR, but I I do know that for sure. I met I met his older brother at SEMA, uh, probably about seven years ago now. Okay. Great guy, really nice guy. Um, like Kurt a lot. So a fan of the one Bush brother, not a fan of the yeah. other. Hey, but all bushes no aren't gra- the same. They say some of them are nice and trimmed <laughs> ah, up. The other ones guy. are wild. Oh boy! Oh, oh boy! <laughs> If you really want to get now, nope. right? <laughs> no, we don't. Not that podcast. Move on. Anyways, all right. Noah Gregson decided he didn't like how Ross Chastain bumped him at the yeah. end of the race and took necessary. He, he did take him out. It, I mean, but in the words of one of the greatest films ever produced in film, Rubin's racing, right? Yep. Rubin is, in fact, racing. And if you don't know the film I'm speaking of, right, well, then you should go back to the drawing board because this is one of the very great Tom Cruise films of all time, right? Yeah. And that film is Days of Thunder. Mm. And his crew chief told him after once he bumped me, he said he didn't bump you, he didn't hit you, he rubbed you, and Rubin is in fact racing. So no Gregson didn't get the memo that Rubin is in fact racing. Put his hands on Ross Chastain. And Ross Chastain was like, dude, get off me. And he kept coming after him. So Ross Chastain just came up full yeah. blown. Well he grabbed and him. Just cracked him. Yeah, he, yeah, he right. grabbed he, him by the by the shirt or whatever you call those things, the full bodies that they wear. They're it's called a race suit. Yeah, Vince. grabbed yes. him by the race suit. Again, you know, I'm here for the drama, baby. And he grabbed him and he's like, No. Gregson said, I'm sick and tired of it. The guy runs into everything. When you have guys like Chase Elliott and other guys telling you to beat his ass, everyone is just st- sick of him. I guess uh Noah and Mr. Chastain here. They drive very similarly. They prepare together and they even practice and all that together. So they know each other pretty well. But goddamn, if Chastain didn't connect on that right hook, I got to say. Oh, he got clean. Like you heard it too. Like for real though. Oh, yeah. The only, the only kind of bitch move of the whole thing was he had his boys right next to him. So he clipped them and then, and then. 
uh, Noah Gregson didn't get a rebuttal. I think that's kind of bullshit. If you if you go and clip somebody and then people pull you off, it's like what? The, that's kind of a cheap shot, a little bit. But it was it was usually good. that's how these fights work, though. Yeah, right. But uh, you know, you got to go you one know? for one, in my opinion. There's a television crew around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you don't think this is going to get broken up pretty? No, quickly? it should. But one for one, like he doesn't have to go any further. It's just like he hit him, and then the other guy just put his arm in and stopped the other guy's punch. You're like, all right. I I it was great. The drama's great. He got him clean. That did not feel good the next day. I'm sure of it. But you know, I mean, the fight fan in me, once, I mean. the fight fan in me is like, I wish that he could have had a rebuttal at least once. Do you think they're going to be on rough and rowdy at the end of the NASCAR season? That would be fucking that would awesome. be wild. It wouldn't make any sense. Right? They wouldn't get anywhere near the amount of money that they make doing that. But that would no, be cool. God no. Don't let the bygones be bygones. I mean, hey, when you're out there racing, there is a, end quote, gentleman's code, yep. one could say, in theory, a gentleman's code. But when you do look at it, though, I would say that, I mean, it's kind of every man for himself. There is a, quote, driver code. But, I mean, Kansas, it's a fast track. It's a smaller track for being a fast track. Yeah. So it's not a restrictor plate track. Right. If anybody doesn't know what a restrictor plate is, a restrictor plate restrictor plate. is simply made for. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> no. A restrictor plate is created in the front half of the intake of the motor, which allows less air to get to the motor. And if anybody is familiar with automotive technology, the more air the motor gets, the faster it's going to go. Yeah. So when you restrict airflow, you restrict speed which a lot of the drivers absolutely hate. Now, a few tracks to keep in mind that do have restrictor plates. One would be Daytona. Mm. The other would be Talladega. And the two others would be Texas and Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta most recently got a restrictor plate, which all the drivers do hate. Drivers hate restrictor plates because the reason you drive a race car is because you like to go fast. Right. You know a lot about this shit. I'm proud of you, buddy. Almost like I've been watching it my whole life. Yeah. NASCAR Mike back in full effect. Now let's talk about the fancy pants drivers down in Miami. What do you say? Oh, really quick though, so- I would like to say that Chastain won the whole like won the whole thing. The fact that he finished in fifth and Gregson ended up in twenty ninth, you're kinda like, hey man, <laughs> like yeah. Take it as it is and just walk it off. Like yeah. Rubbin's race. Yeah. Well, the fact that they got in the fight is because Gregson said that he basically got clipped and pushed back in the field when he had a fast car because they were riding like five, six, seven all day. Yeah. Well, push back, baby. That's what I say. I'm with you. I'm with you. But like I said, let's go to the fancy yeah. pants racing down at South Beach. So this was the very first F1 race in Miami. Not the first f1 race in the states there was one race every it was the year first one in, in miami Austin, texas yes when this was is the this first track one. built so over the past year it's been in development okay last year they did like the testing that's what it so was speak. that's what it was because yeah. i knew they did like a thing there kind of like what they're doing in las vegas right, this year right and then but this last year but this year is going to be the year right they're actually going to race on the streets yes. of Las Vegas, which they will love. Now, NASCAR should do the same. Why they're doing the test run in Chicago in July. NASCAR is coming to a good old Yankee town. But anyways, any back to the fancy. To me, but keep going. Back to the fancy drivers. Yeah, this is my kind of racing. So, I mean, it's interesting. I like F1. Don't get me wrong. I like F1. 
where NASCAR is a long paced type of race, F1's the exact opposite. Yeah. They get one take of gas, they're hybrid V6s. And they run usually a certain mileage on that one tank of gas mm. because, you know, they care about the environment flying all over the globe <laughs> and their million dollar plus airplanes. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So um, the F1 circuit was in full effect. Um, it's great. I mean, 57 laps. You don't need all day to watch it. It's it's kind of nice. It's, that's the reason I enjoy it. You it's more back, of a sprint. You chill. You go to a bar in the morning. Gives you an excuse. This one was in the middle of the day, obviously, because it was in the States. But even when it's like, correct, you know, international, you can go to a bar in the morning, get some curds, knock a beer back and have a good time while you're doing it. Yeah. I mean, find a reason to be a degenerate. The taxi squad will give you one. You know, I mean, that is the real thing here. So if you want to watch, you know, Sunday morning before church to go to your local watering hole and watch some racing, you can. I would like to say as a fact seeker, Verstappen did win last year in Miami. This is the second year they've run it. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. 2002 okay. was the first Thank year. Thank you for checking me. Yeah. I thought not, I not thought to be a hater. Was, not to be a hater, but yeah. No, I thought it was 2021 then. Okay. Then they did it. I don't know. Probably. I don't pay Either attention way. to all of them. I just don't remember it being that big of a deal last year, which usually these races are a very big deal. Yeah. Right. They definitely are. And it's growing in popularity out here for sure. Yeah, it's starting to grow a lot more in the States. I mean, it's been around forever. But these cars are far more electric to watch. They have far more technology. They're not, in quote, stock cars. They are actually technology-driven. Yeah. Right. Unbelievable. Yeah, they're they're impressive feats of engineering, truly, in, in every way. And over the past now three years... Red Bull Dude. has kind of been on the up and up, and Max Verstappen. I mean, I've known even Max Checo Verstappen has though been now for a while. Che- Sergio Perez, absolute monster. Like, oh, Sergio Perez is great. constantly second place just because Verstappen's so good. He, to put it in perspective, he was behind by five seconds. Were they probably racing each other? I wouldn't say so at the end. There, it was kind of like let's just take one, two, and call it a day. But five seconds behind Verstappen. Alonzo, 26 seconds behind. So absolutely smoked them, both of them. Well, Fernando Alonzo has been in the sport for almost He's 20 good. years. Fun yeah. fact. Fernando Alonzo actually used to race for Red Bull. Um, yeah. But like in, in, interesting. almost before they started ago. just tearing everybody. Yes. Like Lewis Hamilton. Before remember him when he won all the time? Not anymore, man. Well, I mean, Mercedes had their time in the sun. Mm-hmm. That's that's how these things usually work. Right. One team will have its time in the sun, and another team will, in fact, then start to be engineered in a similar way and then try and overtake the engineering of a Mercedes. Ferrari has been close many, many years, but has fallen on its face. Now, Fernando Alonso is great. Carlos Sainz takes the the three mm-hmm. right so he gets his um wait third place that was alonzo his... oh i thought that was for uh-uh. no that was signed okay never Sign's mind i was looking fifth, at the wrong list. and then russell for mercedes was in fourth george russell's on the up yeah. and up now fernando alonzo is driving for aston martin which is actually owned by a canadian billionaire yep. now not the the automotive group itself but the race team in fact that they're on now ford is actually getting into f1 next year so finally we get an american producer in the sport, can't wait for them to come which in last. i think is cool 
I, I don't think they're going to come. In I don't last. know. Because American cars the true, these days, Mike. But the true racing blood of Ford is racing. That's true. Fun fact. So eventually, it'll take a couple years, but they'll get there. I mean, Red Bull's all Honda powered. Fun fact. Hondas are cool. They, yeah, they used to be cool. They were, So originally, the um, Red Bull team was powered by Renault, which is technically mm-hmm. Nissan yep. in the States. But then they switched to Honda, and now they have developed a monster. Right. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, Waiting for Haas to I mean, get in it's, there somewhere. It's electric. <laughs> all the beautiful people come out. All these drivers are just very good-looking Handsome, individuals. Handsome, small guys. They, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, they're just, very they're very tiny. Just five, seven, and so handsome. All of them. It's pretty crazy, actually. It's like true. Like if jockeys were good-looking, that's exactly what it kind of gives me, the vibe it gives me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Verstappen's actually like six feet tall, mm. and he's been a no prodigy way, forever. Really? He looks so tiny. Now, Louis, Louis is a big dude. I mean, or not a big dude. He's a little yeah, he's guy. small guy. You know, I mean, when Verstappen is probably the biggest guy. Now, Sebastian Vettel was actually one of the largest drivers of them all. He was actually six plus feet, mm. and he was actually on Red Bull and ran Red Bull basically for almost three years before he decided to jump to Ferrari, and that was a miserable bane of existence. Bad call. I would say bad well, call. Well, Charles Leclerc is kind of the face of Hell Ferrari yeah. right now. And he's kind of been moving in a different direction over the past few years. A lot of hype around him coming up is kind of a, in quote, prodigy. Yeah. But for Stappen, he's the guy. Yeah. He's he, the new he it boy the of F1. I mean, every driver goes through this. Yeah. You're the best for three, four years. Nico Hulkenberg, before he retired, was another one. So. It's pretty yeah. dope. So more to fun come. fact, love F one. Vince, you know what we should do? What's that? Ooh, fun challenge for the pod. We should go to our local <laughs> We should go to our local Go kart. Go kart. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm down. And we should do lap times. Yes. We should do lap times. Down. I I think this would be a fun event. This would be a very fun event. I've been looking for an excuse to do it. And maybe we'll tie some sort of shaving bed in. No, we're not doing that again. We're not doing that again. I want to keep my beard. I promised myself when we were doing it. I appreciate Hudson shaving, and I appreciate that making me look good, not making me sad when I shave my beard off. We're not doing that. I mean, again. it's getting summer. What are you? What are you gonna Dude, do? Have a I don't beard go no beard. I don't do that. Like it doesn't happen. I go shorter <laughs> or longer. I don't just shave it off all the time. Yeah, beards true. are cool, man. Beards are in. I'm a beard guy. I'm sorry. Well, then, I mean, with all that being it's said, back, if you're going to shave your beard, if you're going to trim, ooh, ooh, we might have to show the world then. If you're going to trim your beard, if you're going to shave your beard, you should do it with none other than the Henson Shaving Group. Absolutely. So without a further ado, here's a word from Henson Shaving. The Henson Razor puts the end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. Uh, the razor is made from CNC machines to aerospace standards. That means it's made to be very tight tolerances with a combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. And Mike, one of the best things about it, 100% plastic free. Packaging wow. plastic free. 
razors plastic free. You get one razor, nice little heft to it. It's got a little bit of a little bit of weight to it, which is it's nice. And like I, I've been weight. using it now. So they've been with us for a couple months now, and I've been using it to to line my beard up. And then using it on my whole face was a breeze. I got. I'm not gonna lie. Those um and changing up the razor too. It's a lot easier than just popping off the whole head. No plastic. It's great. Um, another piece of it that I like a lot, especially after doing this. So the head design has these little exit channels on it. You'll see like lines under the razor. Um, it's designed to expel the hair out and the shaving cream and everything. And I don't know about you, but for years using razors, I'm like trying to get all the hair out. I got a little bit coarser hair and it's, it's hell every time I need to do it. So I've really never had a razor truly, honestly, never had a razor that this was, it was this easy to clean. So Absolutely. I mean, it's designed so it doesn't get clogged up. So while you're shaving your face, we've all had it where it gets a little clogged up. It's not as getting as close of a shave as you'd like. So you got to rinse that thing off 37 times. Not here. It's once and you're back to it. Boom. And super Just easy to clean at the end. You're, they're sharp. Sharp, is. man. Um, And then the last point that we want to make here, cost of ownership averages to 88.20 every two years, which is $177 less than a normal cartridge razor, which is crazy. And you'll see, so you order the razor, right? They give you a pack of blades. It's better for the environment. Stop using all the plastic razors. Use the metal instead. So use the promo code, the taxi squad, T-H-E-T-A-X-I-S-Q-U-A-D at checkout. You put a razor in there. You put a hundred pack of blades and you'll get those blades free while using our promo code. So for most users, this is going to amount to at least two to five years of shaving, depending on how often you shave. So again, that promo code is the taxi squad, hensonshaving.com. Go check it out. And in case you didn't realize it, your face will look 10 times better if you shave it with Henson. That's all I got. That's what they say. That's That's what what they they say. That's what they say. And Vince lost an NBA bet. So I think we should transition to some NBA playoff heat. What are do you, you say? In? Uh, like, am I in or are the heat in? <laughs> I'm confused both, by your question. Both. both. Um, Let's go. I would like to say as we speak right now, the Sixers are beating the Celtics by 17 in the fourth quarter with seven minutes left. I was just about to say this game is getting a little saucy. It's getting out of hand. Or it was out of hand, and it's getting a little less out of hand now, but the Sixers just seem to be scoring way, way quicker than the Celtics do. Yeah, they're almost up by 20. I would basically tie a bow on this if I were them, but you know how it feels to be a Philadelphia fan after the Eagles and the Phillies this year, so it's never over till it's over, I suppose. Over, under. Well, I mean, the game's. I mean, the series has to basically go seven now, right? I mean, it's either going to well, go six or seven, so over, under six. Over, under six. I mean, is the question. So if Philly takes this, then it's a three-two series. So it's either six or seven. I'm gonna. I would place my bets on the seven because I think I thought the Celtics were gonna win it all. This is changing okay. my opinion a little bit. Um, I think James Harden is a sneaky big move for the Sixers here because it seems like he can kind of facilitate a little bit better where Joel doesn't have to like kind of clog up the paint. They're in a situation now where you can get the ball to Tobias Harris, and if he gets, he starts going, obviously Maxie's a great break starter too. So if this team's actually running on all cylinders, then this might work out well for them because this Celtics team is no joke. Not saying that the Celtics team is a joke, but tonight they're looking like one hell they of a are. joke. Yeah, 85 right now? 
You know, didn't like, they do this last year though? They did this last year in this series as well. I don't if know I'm if they went mistaken. seven. No, they didn't go seven, but they lost the game like really badly to Brooklyn. Yeah, and it was like okay, okay, it, it like because that didn't that Brooklyn series go seven, and I don't know if it was necessarily this same series. I think so, but that's a lot of that's a lot. Of I can't remember. I mean, even so, right though, now. they got like beaten by the Hawks pretty handedly last. I want to say, eh, maybe by like ten or so in the last, um, the last series in the in the first round. So it's not like they're you know scorched earth right now. Like they are playing with some flaws, which seems to be coming out a little bit right now. Yeah, and I mean losing their head coach of last year. I mean that's that could be a big hit to this franchise as well. Yeah, right. Emilia right? Isn't that his name? Yeah, I think he's the Hawks coach now. If I'm not mistaken. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they care about any of that shit. Just don't hire any pretty interns and you're chilling. <laughs> that guy. Be but I mean, <laughs> we called it here on this pod first yeah. that if the Sixers got a Joel back and if Harden continued his pace, they're going to be a tough team to beat. Because that's the thing. It's Joel Embiid by himself. He doesn't have the gas for that in the playoffs. No. But if you have somebody else that can facilitate and not have to just rely on him. Like, when's the last time you saw a big man make a game-winning shot? Mm, it's been a long time. Yeah. It's like early 2000s, it feels like, honestly. just Maybe Tim Duncan. We're back yeah, to Tim right. Duncan. But even game-winning, like, I feel like I would leave that to, like, a Manu or a Tony Parker. It's like, or Robert Ory, for what it's worth. Um but yeah, no, it just feels like this is—it's a different team than it was a couple years, ago. especially well, you know after they lost that Kawhi little like two bounce off the rim when they had Jimmy Butler and it felt like they were going to win it all that year. This would be a nice kind of go around to meet up with him next round because your Thibodeau Doc Rivers thing does not look like it's going to be working out here. No, it's not looking to be a true thing. No, I mean, Tibbs is done. To your point, Dude, you called that the early. The Knicks nice. weren't going to have the gas. But to your Joel point, though, I mean, at this stage of the game, it's death by a thousand cuts. I mean, he's got 32 points already. Yeah. And, you know, there's about six minutes left in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, Joel is kind of taking this one. Tyrese Maxey has got 23 Beast. points. Yeah. Dude, he's so fast. He's so fast. So clearly they found a way tonight, and the Celtics are just not meeting the point. I mean, Al Horford has 24 minutes on the floor and zero yeah. points. Yeah, he's just he's used goods, it feels like, at this point. And I'd understand it from a rebound and, and vibe. Because like when he's on the Celtics, they're a better team, and he's supposed to be the Philly stopper, but that seems to have ended in his run here. Um not saying that it's not going to go seven. I do feel like it's going to go seven at this point. But after a heartbreaking overtime loss, after the Sixers won on that last shot, and get, like Marcus Smart, I don't know if you saw this. Um, Marcus Smart at the end of the, the last game in OT, James Harden makes a shot, 11 seconds left. I believe it was. Marcus Smart runs it up. He lets go of it while it's buzzing, and that's how they lost. So he made the shot. Ooh. If he just let go of it half a second earlier, then – we would Life's have a, a different conversation different. right now. So huh. it's looking a little crazy right now. It seems Who knows what's going to happen, but maybe the Sixers move on. Maybe. And do you remember me saying this? Maybe the Sixers go to the championship and lose. 
and the Philly trifecta happens. That would be horrific. That'd be horrific. I'd feel so bad. <laughs> if the Philly trifecta hits this year, I don't think anybody could have bet on that if they tried. No, dude. If the Sixers go to the championship, I'm betting against them. <laughs> Not actually, No offense to Philly. No offense to Philly, but like. the I mean, the Phillies themselves lose. lost in the World Series. Then the Eagles lost in a dramatic comeback way. I mean. Yeah. The gods of the sporting teams are not on their side this year necessarily. Right. Like the Denver Nuggets or the Lake, ugh, the Lakers, ugh, might run in and just oh, smoke them. Oh, that's sickening. I fucking hate. The well, Lakers. you're already writing off the Suns though. I mean, the Suns play tonight. The Suns and Nuggets play tonight. Yeah. They got Game Five tonight at yeah. 9 p.m. Central. Nuggets yeah. are playing in Denver. I mean, this yeah, it is. It is a tied series here. It is a tied series. I feel like Jokic has to show something this time. I really, really hope the Nuggets can really push through because if they have another second round loss, then they're really going to have to blow this thing up. Fun fact, uh, Devin Booker scored 47 points Dude. in game four. Yeah. And down 2-1, that was the first time down 2-1 that an NBA player scored that amount of points since Michael Jordan. The only players to do it before were Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and I forget who else. Can we Bird. go stat for stat right now? Sure, let's do it. Because I, I'm coming around to your Devin Booker thing. He's the best scorer in the playoffs right now, in my opinion. Closest outside thing, of Curry. Outside of Curry, obviously. thing to Kobe, Kobe. Bryant since yeah. Kobe Bryant. Most points on 60% field goal percentage this season this postseason rather Devin Booker 331 points in this postseason on 60% or more field goal percentage massive gap Rudy Gobert 75 so he's the most efficient shooter in the playoffs by a large margin it seems like he can kind of hit the ball from anywhere and a part of me feels like the Suns might be better without Chris Paul Hmm. Interesting take. Because he needs the ball to operate, and it seems like KD and Booker kind of owning the ball. I mean, obviously it is. They've won the last two games, but it seems like they can score. I mean, mind you, they scored 87 points in game two. That's horrible. And they scored 129 in game four. Like, obviously the game's happening tonight, so at this point, like, on Thursday, you're already going to know what happened on game five. But it just feels to me like maybe CP3 having the ball was kind of a disadvantage for the Suns. And I don't want to make it seem like the point god isn't the point god. I just say it has it is at his advanced age right now, it might not be the best idea to have him run the plays on offense at this point. Doesn't look like he's coming back. Mm -mm. It, it looks like it's kind of done. Think about him getting a ring, and the only ring he gets is the one where he doesn't play. I mean, at that stage of the game, would you be upset? No, still got to own it. I want to see him get a ring. I just don't know if they will. I have a good feeling that the Suns take this series. Okay. I don't have as good of a feeling about the other game in the West going yeah. on tomorrow. Oh, God. But, yeah, that to me is just insane. The fact that the Lakers have just literally come out of nowhere. Dude, what the fuck is this? Why? I don't know. It's the renaissance of LeBron. He drives me nuts. <laughs> I hate him. I appreciate Hates his greatness. Uh, yeah. I admit 
his greatness. I always have. I always will. He's the second best player of all time, in my opinion. I'm not going to go back on that take. No, he's not. But continue. In my opinion, that's why I put it there. Seeing okay. him play in the playoffs here. Uh, first off, Anthony Davis, where have you been? Where did this come from? And why can he only do it every other game? Is my other question. Have you seen this? He just doesn't have the legs for it. I don't think. I think. Have that's you a, seen that's this? The legs. Oh yeah, no, he's been balling, dude. It's like game one, great. Game two, nothing. Game three, great. Game four, nothing. For some reason, he can't do two in a row. So if you're gonna bet an over under for points on Anthony Davis, just make sure he had a great game last game, and then bet the under immediately. Because for some reason, he just can't do games in a row. Jared Vanderbilt. I don't know if you saw this. You know who Jared Vanderbilt is, I assume? Uh, Vince, I'm not as close to the NBA as some, so That's why fine. don't you inform me on who Jared, Jared Vanderbilt is? Jared Vanderbilt, he is on the Los Angeles Lakers. He gets decent time. Decent time. He actually started once his playoffs, and that was like a big deal because everybody's like, how the fuck is he winning with Jared Vanderbilt on his team? Jared Vanderbilt, all-time bad move. He went to a clothing store and bought a fit. Yeah. He wore it in the tunnel. Everybody takes their pictures, blah, blah, blah. They go play the game. They leave. He returns the fit to the store. So he just... Bad he, juju. Maybe, maybe something didn't fit him well. He wore it to the game. He looks cool, too. And I was like, what's I mean, going maybe on? Maybe he's not making the LeBron money people would think that he would be making at this point. No, he's, game, made, right? he's made like, I think... 15 10 mil at this point oh, okay so you could probably afford it. although the cost yeah. of living in la is egregious just to have homeless sure. people shit on your doorstep right 10 mil though <laughs> don't bring it back especially that's the thing if you go and you wear it somewhere that isn't the tunnel of an nba game but the Do fact you think that he they... like tucked the tags in and then brought it back had to i'm sure yeah. he did See, that's maybe, the thing he just wanted, maybe he just wanted it for that night he's like you know i'm never gonna <laughs> wear this again it's the playoffs i gotta show off bad riz and he was just like, there yeah, you go. Yeah, but that ruins the Riz, though. How, why? You'll never Knowing see him that in, he took again. It back? How, where, do you, where do you get your information, Vince? What Twitter page posted this? What? Where did Twitter Dude, Vince a lot find of this? A lot of them. All the fucking shit because, talk blogs. See, the problem is you can't find this anywhere else other than Twitter. Not true. Not true. Okay. Now the I got to find it. report on it. Because that's the only thing I think they would really give a shit about sports to to go to like, oh, do you know that he returned his outfit from game four walking in the tunnel? <laughs> Who fucking cares? Just, I'm just saying. Just I'm don't just write saying. out stuff. Hey, that's all I'm going to say. Daily Mail. Heavy.com. Lakers Daily. I don't know. All the rags. Huh? Daily Mail. For the fact of it being in Daily Mail. Yeah. I mean, their horrible grammar on that website is oh, brutal. just fury. Oh, it's brutal. Like, who proofreads this shit? No one. That's why it's the Daily Mail. Like, you're <laughs> missing a the. You're missing your there, yeah. there, theirs. Well, why didn't they just make it the Daily Mail? They missed it in their title. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's it's like, have you ever read, like, an ESPN article and the grammar's dog shit? It's like, you didn't throw this through chat, GBT, real quick? Right. That's kind of what, yeah, every time I read like a blog or something, yeah, every time I read a blog or something and it's not proofread, I'm like, it's just fucking lazy. That's all it is. Like you couldn't hit spell check. Was it that hard? And you can go in and edit and fix it is my other thing. Like, why don't you go fix it? What are we doing? Text squad pocket, fucking grammar police. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. You're spelling correctly. I mean, in our world today, it's so easy to spell correctly. It's dumb. 
It's true. So I've anyways. Heard. All right, Vince. So tomorrow, yeah, the Heat and Knicks are coming up with a game deciding match. So it's game yep. five. Heat is leaving this leading the series three one. You know, I know we kind of you know put our perfect scenarios. I mean, are the Heat taking this game? Does Tibbs kind of come back in the in kind of his old Chicago way where you thought they're out, but they're not not out yet? How does this look? Because the last they're, game they lost by eight points. They're playing at MSG. It's game five. Fans right. are going to show up. Julius Randle on in an interview, they were saying, hey, the Heat destroyed you guys on the boards. Why did that happen? He said, I don't know. Maybe they just want it more. That's Whoa. bad. That's, That's not bad. good. Tibbs was about to tear somebody's head off. He doesn't like so that cock, maybe. I'm bullshit. sure that Tibbs was about to tear his head off in the locker room. Yeah. I'm sure like that this. they're gonna they're gonna come out at home and they're gonna win the game five. And then the Heat are just gonna close it up in Miami in game six. That's what I think is gonna happen. I don't think the Knicks lose this next game. If they do, though, there's, not surprising because they look toast. There's a lot of reports coming out right now that Carl Anthony Towns is very interested in going to play for the Knicks. Fun okay. fact. Okay. Go ahead. He's got to start playing defense at some point. He's also got to stop talking like a chick on his podcast. Have you heard that? Or he was on Paul George's podcast just talking like a full-blown female. Yeah, he has an interesting timbre, but I also can't, you know. I can't argue with it because I also have a higher voice, a flute-like voice. It wasn't even that. It's just there was a there was a couple of uh, phrases there that he had were a little signed for pause. Dude, he's young. That's a young man. Yeah, he's got true. He's got he's that. Been he's been through got a that, lot. He definitely fucking has. Guy's been through a lot. You can't tell. You can't car- tell Carl Anthony Towns that COVID wasn't real because that's fucking not true. He's about one of the only guys. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll see how it all plays out, man. I mean, at this stage of the game, I think the Heat got this series in the bag. Jimmy yeah. coming back thinks he wants to stick it to his old coach. Now, with this 76ers and Celtics series going on right now. Hey, let it be series, known. Let it be known, though. By the time you're listening to this podcast, I'm either right or wrong. Right. I mean, we are a couple days in, in it's advance. It's Tuesday. So. Game five is tomorrow. The Heat very well might already have won the series, and I'm going to sound like a dumbass, but that's kind of the fun of it, all right? So that's why, roast that's me why in the comments. That's why it's fun being early. That's why it's fun being early this week, roast right? Me. Roast Sometimes me. it's fun being early. Yeah. Maybe not for, you know, that's how it's go. But as we kind of look at this now, my yeah. my basketball-loving friend. Sure. I mean, do we got some betting likes for these series, though? I mean, do we got some little sprinkles of action we'd want to see. And I know we're not necessarily the biggest betting pod in the world, but I think yeah. we're going to pivot a little bit. Maybe sprinkle, sprinkle a couple little, down. Sprinkle we're not afraid of a couple wagers here and there, you know? No. Um, what are some of your faves? Depends on what the line's going to be, for sure. Okay. okay. I want to go. I want to. I really want to put a Devin Booker bet in, is what I want to do. Like a prop. Yeah, I want to take the over, but I don't know what his points are going to be. So let's say anything over, like if it's, if it, let's say it's like 30 and a half, 31, I'll take the over on that. I think he's going to have a really big game Um, away against the Nuggets. I think he kind of feeds off of that. I think it would okay. go really well. So I would take the prop bet on that. I would definitely, I'm so certain. And again, you're already going to see this. I'm so certain 
that the Knicks are going to win game five, and I'm so certain the Heat are going to get, win game six. I'm taking money line Heat game six at home on Friday. I think it's as good as done as long as the Knicks take care of business this next game because I don't think Jimmy wants to go to a game seven, especially against that team. Um, yeah. And then and then you already know that Steph Curry is about to drop a fucking thousand points on Wednesday night. You're not going to have the time to bet it, but I just might. I'll put I'll take the over on any points for Steph Curry on, on game five just because it's a it's winner take all. Personally, I, I really like, you know, the the over under right now for the player points okay. on tonight's game. So Tuesday night game against the Suns and the yep. Nuggets. Right. What I really am thinking here, I mean, KD right now, 30 and a half. Right. So that's, that's close. Just, but yeah, he's going to need to have a game. And yeah. overall, I, I kind of like the over on that. I like the, give me give me KD over 30 and a half. Ooh. I like that. I like they're about that. to score fucking 70 points. Just them two. Exactly. So, I mean, <laughs> they don't really have an answer for them Mm-mm. on the defensive side of the ball in Denver. So right now, it, it just seems like a great matchup. Another one that might be something to pay attention to. Michael Porter Jr. 15 and a half points. Yeah. I'll take the over on that easy. I mean, take the over on that because Joke is going to be getting all the attention. Michael Porter Jr. has actually turned out to be quite a player in his When day. he's healthy, he's he's a baller. Right? No denying that. So you he's, look it's at just Jimmy, health. Right? You look at Jimmy's player prop, 28 and a half plus 100 right now. So if you bet it, I mean, two nights before. That's a that little line right there. 28 know, for Jim. But Jimmy right now, he's hurt. It, it may be a, a tall task. Yeah. Now, if you're a parlay guy, which don't get too involved in the parlays for the record. Yeah. yeah there's because your they can warning. eat you. Because you like can... your parlays every now and then. I know. And I, I'm see, always like, problem, what are you doing? The what problem you is you just get caught up in the. You get caught up ooh, in the. Plus uh, 100. Plus 300. Ooh, plus ooh, 200. Plus, plus 300. Plus 1,000. It's like, With oh. The, with the way that these guys have been playing recently, it's not out of bounds. Considering Devin Booker's line right now is 31 and a half, and then you got Durant's at 30 and a half, you parlay those on, like, let's say FanDuel right now, plus 252, right? Okay. See, there's the thing. If you could get player props, though, granted, it keeps you in the entire game, it could be something to pay attention to, especially if guys that you know go to the line late, things like that. Definitely some real things to pay attention to. Maybe yeah. like a LeBron prop, him going to the line a lot, which he yeah. does because, you know, he that likes prop's to... probably ridiculous. Dude, the Lakers this year going to the line above like any, they had like 150 more follows than any other team this year against them. It's like unbelievable. You you know that the, they're just scripting it out in the NBA. I'm telling you. I don't know. See, the NBA to me is the most difficult game to script. Now, if the refs are in on it, then it's a different game. We already yeah. know that. That's a whole doc series, right? Mm-hmm. So looking at this right now, I mean, those are kind of my flavor, favorite player props. What flavor it's going to be, not sure yet. The flavor I, of the player. I, I mean, I do believe, though, Suns take this series against the Nuggets. Called it early, went down early. I think they got the juice to do it. Chris Paul being out, to your point. I like I'm gonna that. take the nugs. You're taking the nugs. All right, yeah. little parody for the pod. I want to see him do it. I want to see him. Maybe on Thursday when this episode drops, we'll have a little bit more parody ahead of us. 
That might be fun. We might have Could a good time go. with that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Anything else that, that you're really liking here? You know what? We're going to have to see how these series kind of end up happening. I think we talked a lot about the NBA this time. Um, I would just say overall, the Sixers and the Celtics is easily the most exciting. It seems to be the most even playing field. I expected the Warriors-Lakers to be more. I didn't expect the Warriors to just bend over and give it to them. So just I hope that Sixers-Celtics go seven because that would just be an absolute electric factory. Also, Boston versus Philly. What a fan matchup, I'll tell you. I think that some people will be punching each other in the face. Yeah. And from a betting standpoint, they I already don't want to touch that series because it's uh-uh. just up and down. Who knows? Who knows? You don't. That's yeah. the problem. It's impossible. You just don't right now. And that's the the series that it's just so difficult to predict what's going to come of it. I think, as we talked about it earlier, it's going seven for sure. There's no doubt yeah. about it. Right. Now, here, though, here's what I would love in the scheme of drama, in the scheme of just sticking it to him. Right. I would love if Steph came down 3-1 in this series and they just go on a full blown tear like LeBron did in the finals. What is that almost 10 years ago now? What? 2016. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Seven. Close enough. Se- almost. Almost. I, I rounded it out. But... <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> We're getting older too, man. But the only oh, thing I will say is that would be the best parody ever. Yeah, I agree. And, and I, and, you know, those are the two, those are the two, head guys of the nba honestly if you think of like international like you think steph and you think lebron until they retire that's gonna stay that way they're leading the pack right now as far as one two goes i mean you could make a you could make an argument for devin booker and his just greatness going on in the playoffs right now but overall though what we should always be reminded by since we are chicago-based sports podcast yep you realize how far away the Chicago Bulls actually are from making any sort of playoff run when you oh, fuck it. they could have been the these heat. fucking teams play. They could have no, been the they heat. could not have piss off. No, they could not have. Yeah, could there is not a shot. The Heat were God bad Green this Earth. year. The Bulls were bad this year. The Heat are gonna win this series. They could have been. I understand the it. Heat they has Jimmy off. Butler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan's a baller. That That's not the same player. That's I don't know. DeMar count. DeRozan was taking, taking them to the Eastern Conference Finals consistently. Who? The Raptors. Bro, yeah, and he would always lose. Yeah, has, so he, does he Jimmy. Had, How many yeah. championships does Jimmy Butler have? I know. Trust How me, many? Know. Answer the question. None. I get it. Thank you. Same. I get it. Same with DeMar but DeRozan. He's been to one. He's been to one. DeMar yeah. has not. And Jimmy is a far more exceptional player and younger than DeMar. So let's let's not even get into this. One. I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. It's, it's not pro- an exact comp. Jimmy is a far better player overall than DeMar DeRozan. I'm afraid if Jimmy doesn't win one, they will be compared. Yeah, maybe. Especially their play style. I mean, DeRozan's a worse defender. There's no doubt about it. But his mid-range is ridiculous. Jimmy Butler turns it on in the playoffs. But if he doesn't win one I mean, and he okay, gets close so a lot, there will be compared. Is Kawhi Leonard that much better than Jimmy Butler? Yeah. 
that year. Oh yeah. That I'm just talking overall. If we're talking, if we're looking at the whole sample size here. Well, the issue is health. Right. So Avail- it's all relative is ultimately what I'm getting right. at. If they're if they're healthy, Kawhi Leonard's a better player. I'm no just doubt. reminding everybody that the Bulls are so far they're away bad. from even being in Listen, this conversation. I'll, I'll admit that. They're bad. But. All right. I'm just reminding everybody who's <laughs> the biggest Bulls, who might be some really big Bulls fans here, and we care about our team. Yeah, Don't me. get me wrong. <laughs> but it, it's just like, like I said, like I'll always say, you, you draw the parallel line. Between the two Jerry franchises, and they have a lot in common as to how they suck. No doubt. But hey, the guy who was the GM on the Nuggets found Joker. So maybe we find our Joker one day. I thought it was going to be Laurie (laughs) Markinen. And it it might be. (laughs) Maybe. He's just not on the team anymore. He's not going to be on our team. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it is what it is. Speaking of fun international stars. Yeah. We don't usually talk that hockey on this podcast, uh-uh. but we're about to get into some of that hockey. Yes, God. So many Good people news. love this. Many people hate this. And there was a 12% chance of this ever happening. And if you pay attention to the hockey world, you would know that this gentleman, young man by the name of Connor Bedard, has been on everybody's radar since he's been fucking 14 years old. And he is the next it boy of hockey. And everybody this year who sucked and tanked on purpose in the NHL was tanking for this kid by the name He's of He's Wembenyana of the NHL. He is Wonder the kid. next guy. He's the yeah. next Michael. He is the next Patrick Kane. He is the next Jonathan Taze for a franchise. And the Blackhawks have been tanking now for about the past two years, got rid of major, <laughs> every major piece that they could. Yep. And including uh, turnaround time, <laughs> turnaround time is not looking as bad as we thought it would Sped be up a lot as of yesterday. I'll tell you the that Blackhawks <laughs> got the first pick in the Woo! NHL draft. Let's go. Oh, yeah, dude. Let's go. What a time. I was talking to my buddy um, when I was golfing. He is a former hockey player. Very good um, in some minor league circuits. All that stuff. His brother is also in the same. We were talking about it. And he was just talking about how fucking insane this guy is. And he's and we were like, yeah, there's no way they get him. Kind of like the D Rose thing where you're like, yeah, like that'd be cool if he went to Chicago. But there's no way they got him. And then they get him. You're like, what the hell? Um, it's like a Zion thing. It's a Webinyana thing. Like you know, he's going one, no matter what. He could have went to Columbus. I don't know if you want to be going to Columbus. Could have went to L.A. I guess. I don't know if you want to go to St. Louis. Yeah, but. He's going to Chicago. I think this is good for the NHL. I'm biased, obviously. Um, but you you hope that his ability that he has and that everybody's been hyping him up for so long actually matches because he's getting player comps to, like, McDavid and, like, Sid, young Sidney Crosby. Like, what do you – you have to love him. And, like, granted, I'm not the biggest – I'm not the biggest hockey guy in the world. I don't watch every single game. But, like, you know, when the playoffs get going, I get going. Um and this guy just looks like the real deal. And I'm excited that they're going to get him. I think the city's better off when the Blackhawks are good. I think the league's better off when the Blackhawks are good. And I just, you know, I really hope this this really comes to fruition because this is going to be big for us. I think it's huge for the NHL team as as a whole, any NHL team that got the opportunity for Chicago. 
I don't know if he's in a better spot. I mean, truly, overall, as any franchise that knows how to grow talent, it's this one. Let's just hope that, you know, now that Stan Bowman's basically entirely out of the picture, they don't make the same mistakes of the past. Chances yeah. are he'll be with the team for forever. For the love of God, please do Because Artemi Panarin was on the Blackhawks, and uh, they yeah. got rid of him. Uh, you could have had two just absolute players that mirror each other, basically, in Patrick Kane and Artemi Panarin, and they didn't do that. Well, they, now, did, they, they did. They just, for a while. They're doing for, it in New like, York now is the right. issue. <laughs> That's well, the problem. <laughs> see how that's working anyway yeah go play new jersey again good luck yeah right now yeah. i i do look at this though and i know a lot of nhl fans probably look at us like these guys aren't that in tune but we hey. actually quite are and that's fine too also because a lot of people aren't and a lot of people aren't in tune on football and they listen to shit because they want to learn about football so we're gonna have a conversation about it it's gonna be good and if you know more than us let us know happy Pipe to hear up. more let us know now up, if if you did pay attention to any of the socials yeah we didn't even show our reaction video nope. to the first round draft selection we showed a friend of the pod another oh, yeah. vince yeah Vinny c chenso canada oh yeah freaking the fuck out of the fact that this happened that more video so than, made me ready to run through a brick wall i gotta tell you honestly more than how we freaked out when fields the bears drafted fields i mean it was comparable and Vinny all day was sending me snapchats of him wearing his blackhawk shirt like good juju good juju bro i'm telling you good juju we're gonna take it we're taking him he's it he's ours i'm like okay man long shot but we'll see now on the flip side of that another friend of the pod who's a st louis blues fan absolutely fucking hates this yeah now collusion uh, some are saying there, some are saying there might be some collusion i say bullshit the whole kyle beach thing and then the coach that got shipped out to like a prep school with young boys very yeah, catholic I mean, of the blackhawks really, that was a really fucked up scenario uh, yeah and to give everybody some perspective um there have been other teams in the nhl who have had some offenses Quite smaller than anything that the Blackhawks organization. Yeah, like yeah, we're not going to sugarcoat it. It was fucked up. Very we talked about up. it on the time, and we read through the whole thing, and we did we a read whole through thing the about whole it. thing. It was pretty horrific and pretty graphic. Up. Yeah, yeah, very fucked up. But you know, hey, the Coyotes worked out, uh, you know, some prospects before the tampering period, so they got a first round draft pick taken away from them. Right, and then the New Jersey Devils, after they signed Kovalchuk uh, to that. Very odd, long-winded contract about him being paid for almost 20 years. Uh, They got a first-round pick suspended from them as well. The Blackhawks uh, allow the Peter Sandusky of the NHLs to just be running around, and uh, yeah, nothing happened. (laughs) Kind of just swept that under the rug. If there's not a more Chicago thing. His name wasn't Peter, was it? I don't remember the gentleman's name. The only thing I do, I don't even think we... Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. Oh, yeah. Jerry, Fuck there you go. Let's just call it Sandusky. Disgusting piece of shit. Yeah. All yeah, right. Another. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the Blackhawks just keep yeah. flying over. And uh, yeah, it, like I, I was just about to say, if, if there's not a more Chicago thing ever. Yeah. Of like, maybe there's some, you know, payments going to some people on yeah. some higher levels. Hey, forget about it. Right. I can understand it. I can understand why people will be mad about it. Under the rug. They did what they did. They gave the penalties that they did. They didn't 
take away the draft pick. It is what it is. You got to live with that going forward. Same shit with like deflate gate, whatever it may be. Obviously not to the same magnitude, but they gave out what they gave out. It is what it is. That was fucked up. You really, really, really don't hope that ever happens again. But some people are saying it was even rigged just in general. Cause that's like, Oh, they want the Blackhawks to be good. If they do let it be buddy. I don't know what to tell you. Well, We're having a good time. Let's look at this. I mean, Columbus yeah. has sucked for years. Yeah. Anaheim has been terrible right. for years. The Coyotes have, haven't done much of anything in almost 10 years also. Yeah. So it, it goes to show you, I mean, I think the NHL wanted their parody and I think they created it. I think that ball was a little bit weighted more so than most. I have a spicy, spicy take right now. Okay, spicy take. Teams named after clothing items suck overall, just in general. The Blue so, Jackets, like, the Blue okay. Jackets suck. The White Sox okay. didn't win for 88 years. They sucked. <laughs> the Red Sox didn't win for fucking, I don't even know, 100 or whatever 80. years. They sucked. <laughs> Ever heard of the New York Knickerbockers? Suck. <laughs> It's 1972 was the last time they won. Stop naming your team after clothes and you're going to be all right. That's kind of where I'm Stop sitting right now. naming your teams after articles of clothing. Yeah. But now, now, what are the Cubs? Well, the New What's York the Cubs Pants. <laughs> Stupid. What are the New York Pants? Yeah. What, what are the Cubs' excuse? They started they, as the Black Sox. I know. And then we took that name. Right. And we won one before they did. They so. got the stink all over them. They got the, okay, so they yeah. started with the stink of the socks. socks. Yeah, <laughs> we they took the socks, right? And then we won in 05, which is exactly almost twenty years now. And that was a fluke when it Cubs happened. One hundred and five yeah. years. It wasn't a fluke. It. I mean, don't that you team, fucking dare. no? Don't you I enjoyed dare. it. I enjoyed it. It was Cinderella as hell, but that wasn't a team. We swept built the to, World Series. It wasn't I know. A swim, That's what I'm saying. That wasn't a team built to win a World Series, and they ruined everybody, and it was amazing. And right. everything was great, but it wasn't like, "Hey, they're the next powerhouse. Like they're gonna de- destroy everybody." And yeah, it wasn't the that wasn't the expectation. Championship Yankees. They almost, right? yeah, they almost didn't win the division that year. Yeah, no, they almost lost the division in the tail yeah. end of that year. Yeah, you're right. The Cleveland, the Cleveland so, Indians were coming. Yeah. Huh. Stop naming. I like your theory, Vince. Close, dude. <laughs> Stop. I'm doing a little it. bit more cynical in my my theory that uh, okay. I think the NHL wants things a certain way. Sure. And I think that's why you see certain teams being present. I mean, look at the Kraken. The yeah. Kraken, they're playing hella really good hockey Elite right now. jerseys, dude. I love the I Kraken. Mean, yeah, they're pretty cool. And then their whole skate out, like, yeah. that's impressive with the, what they make the ice look like the Kraken and the Kraken. I mean, it's great. Seattle's a good so, sports town. Who would have thought? Yeah. Bring back bring the, the Sonics. Sonics back. NBA talk, right? Thank bring you. Bring back the Sonics. Now, what I will say, though, is that the NHL, I think, definitely steps into these affairs, similar yeah. to how the NFL. You know, that's that's the one thing everybody should be very happy about. The NFL doesn't step into affairs. And, and they don't have dictate. a lottery. Right. The NFL had a lottery. That shit would be rigged. Oh, my God. Immediately, dude. I mean, as it is, shit's a little rigged. So, right? It's like the whole, you know, holding, the non-holding call against the Bengals. Yeah. And then the drink. the tuck rule, remember that shit? That that's fine. 
Is it? It was Brady. We can go I down know. this rabbit hole. We can go down the collusion podcast that all of the sucks. day. That guy's the best quarterback I mean, we, ever, but he pissed me off. You have to understand, <laughs> on this show, we understand both sides. And we're just yeah. excited to get some superior Chicago hockey back. Now, get some talent. The Blackhawks do have a whole boatload of cash. Do you think the goal is going to be trying to build this team for another year, give this kid some time to develop, or do you think they're going to start putting some I mean, immediate talent around him? What now? is he right now, 17? Yeah, he's baby. Like, give him a little bit of time here. Play in the junior circuit. Let him go around a little bit more, get a little more comfortable. Obviously, you know, start training with them. But, yeah, I think they, they take a couple of years here. Fun fact, uh, the Blackhawks sold, like, two, like, like, I think it was, like, three or four million dollars in season tickets, like, overnight. After, yeah, after you got drafted. Bananas. Dude, goes yeah, to show you how feral we go in this city when we're, we can actually love, have a thought process of being good. Yeah, we love excellence in this city. <laughs> Do we get it? Rarely. Anyways. Never. Oh, never. Well, don't say never. In, the in 90s, my life? We, Vinny, in the 90s, we had the Bulls. Yeah, I was, I was born in 1995. My brain didn't work until 1999, and they stopped winning. <laughs> The Bears, I remember. I wasn't I even a thought the, yet. My parents just met. Well, the Bears were in a Super Bowl in 2006. Don't yeah. forget it. Right? Yeah, no, Rex Grossman was the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Devin Hester ran back the first kick. That was the last good thing to ever happen. Well, no. I mean, Jay Cutler took him to an NFC championship. There you go. There's the color life. love. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Not love, just saying. That Big defense was also unmatched. Who did we lose one. to? Yep, don't want to talk about Fuck. it. Fuck. <laughs> the bad man. The bad He's man. He's gone. He's bad good. Man We're black good. hats on a whole other side of the city now. Yep. And what a better way to segue into anything other than talking about the bad man. Yep. So most recently, the bad man was spotted out in New York because yes. that's where he's now residing. For those of you listening for the first time, the bad man's Aaron Rodgers and he's a bad guy. He's, he's just a bad man. We don't yeah. like him. We don't like him. Um, he's a bad guy. And not in the Stephen A. sense. We just don't like him. He's a yeah. bad person. He's a douchebag. Yeah. Now, they there, was, there was a fan, though, that uh, went up to him in a nightclub with his, like, rookie card. I mean, I, I don't know. Do you just, like, walk around in New York now with, like, Aaron Rodgers rookie cards? <laughs> There's Is a that, lot like, of people a thing that people Someone do now? I, anyways, so he saw him in, like, VIP of the one club, and he, like, went up to him and tried to spark it. Like, hey, man, you know, so happy you're here now. Blah, blah, blah. Would you sign this? And Rodgers didn't even acknowledge him. I don't blame him. You don't blame him? I think no. it's a dick move. Especially no. if you're trying to get kudos in a new city, man. If someone's like, hey, sign my card at the nightclub, go fuck yourself. I guess. Come, point. come to me. Come to me when I'm doing a signing. When I'm signing stuff. Or come to me when I'm at the facility and we're having visiting time and all that. If I'm at the club and I don't approach you or if you don't go like, hey, what's up, man? Can we get a selfie or whatever? And if I say no, whatever, it's fine. I'm not signing shit because also there's a chance that he's just going to take it, resell it right off the bat. So Aaron Rodgers is like, I don't want to like just make this guy a bunch of money by just signing it at a nightclub. So I don't blame him at all. The guy's like reaching over the barrier and shit. I don't think Rodgers likes being in a club in the first place. I It takes a lot for me to defend the guy. Not going to lie. But in this case, I don't blame him at all. Packers Vince? No, that's you, buddy. Ha 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 got you bitch anyways um yeah no uh bad man's gone 
Let him go do stuff for the Jets now, even though he basically got every player he's ever liked on that team now. So they better be good in some semblance. I mean, okay, over under, they are in, they win their division. I had a conversation today with one of the guys on my team at work, and he asked me the same question. And I don't think they win the division because I think the Bills still do. But part yeah. of me thinks that Bills defense might not be as stout as it's been in the past. Yeah. I think it's possible that they win the division. I don't think Miami takes really? it. It's them and the Bills, but I do think the Bills probably edge them out. Yeah. Because I, I think he's that big pa- of a game changer. I mean, I have more parity to add to this. Now, there okay. are also some reports that another people may look at it as a bad man and other people may look at it as a good man. I look at him as a very good man. This yeah. gentleman's name is Tom Brady. He now resides in South Beach. Yep. Tua, as we all know, isn't necessarily the most sturdy quarterback in the entire NFL. He Good gets words. hurt Good actually quite a bit. Yep. And his head uh, hits the ground and goes boom. Now, yep. he's doing ballet been... or something right now to learn how to fall. I don't know if you heard that. I heard ballet. I heard jujitsu. Maybe jiu-jitsu, he's doing that's a what it was. Of both. No, you're right. It's jujitsu. How do you, where the fuck do you get ballet and jujitsu? <laughs> no, running How backs do ballet. No, running backs do ballet. I know. There's a Le'Veon Bell thing. That, but like, but the they're fuck? both they're both art, dude. You know. Where do you? Where, hey, yeah, he's doing ballet. Hey, he's doing spins and shit. <laughs> He's doing ballet to learn how to fall, Mike. I don't yeah. know. Come on, this guy. Fuck. I don't know what more we could say. He's doing ballet to learn how to fall. Damn. I guess you fall a lot in you ballet. Fall. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and then you get back up. Any- <laughs> Anyways, jujitsu is more of a thing where you would fall, Vince. So he, he no, has that makes been a lot more sense. The yeah. jujitsu, but there are a lot of fear. Uh, around the NFL that he may not have the ability to complete a full season. And let's let's face it, Lightning Mike White isn't the guy going to take you to the promised land. I mean, mm-hmm. is there a shot that, you know, Mike McDaniel, he's in he's halfway through the season, he's like, fuck, two is out. I, I'm not getting over the promised land with Lightning Mike. Does he make a phone call to Tom? Does the Miami Dolphins organizations make a phone call to Tom and say, hey, that's dicey right you're in now? South- you're you're close, man. And there are also interviews of Tom, the most recent interview of Tom. There is how do you like retired life? He he's not done. Uh-uh. He doesn't and feel like are. he is. I think he's got to get it through a full season of not being on a team before he is. Um Tom Brady likes the Dolphins. It's been made clear. They've literally lost draft picks because of it. I wouldn't be surprised. But I don't I don't think he comes to the Dolphins because he's got to learn the whole new system. He's 46 now, right? Something like that. At some point, like something's got to give rubber meets the road. Like, what are we doing here? I, I don't think I think he is done. I really do. I don't think he's going to retire for a third time either. I don't think he wants to go through that. We'll see. Unless he's like super, super, I mean, super. Let's say they're on the cusp there like halfway it. through the season. Tom isn't really like in retired life. He's close. He's still in epic shape. I don't know if anybody saw the football on the beach with him, Gronk, Amendola. All these yeah, guys still are robot. jacked. It's wild. Right? So, I mean, he's still in playing shape. They got the pieces around him. They got Tyreek Hill. You got some running backs there. 
Got a defense that's looking pretty stout. Xavier Howard. I mean, come on. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a really good team. That's an insane team, actually. It's just... Could you imagine Tom Brady with Tyreek Hill? Dear God. It would be sick nasty. That would be nuts. I mean, it's like watching Mahomes with Tyreek Hill. Kind of. Although Tyreek's kind of a crybaby. Although Tom might be just the piece. What if Tom has a playbook right now and nobody knows? What if Tom's just fucking reading up? This is just porn for you, brother. I don't (laughs) don't know if there's any validity to it. I think you're just getting yourself going right now. (laughs) It's just sometimes you just concoct these things in your brain and like Tom's coming. He's coming back. Are you sure Tom's coming? Or are you? (laughs) Hey, yo. Hey, yo. This fucking guy. Got him. Now, to to talk about retired quarterbacks. Yep. There has been some collusion going on in the NFL over the past season. And there may be a lawsuit. Okay, yeah. alleged lawsuit. There's tweets. There's tweets. Jim Irsay, kind of a goofball as a team owner slash maybe GM. We don't know. Goofball's a word for that. I like it. Yeah, he's he's an interesting guy. He has a guitar collection. Yeah. Yeah. Openly talks about taking shrooms. I mean, the guy's a very interesting human. Hey, man. Now, with, with all that being said, um, there was some talks last season that the commanders were trying to reach out to Andrew Luck to gauge his interest to come oh, yeah. back to play. Yeah. Um, I think that was as recent as a couple weeks ago. Uh, he's technically, quote-unquote, under contract with the Colts still if he were to come right. back, which right. is where the collusion thing comes out. Jim Irsay goes on Twitter saying, any team that wants to reach out to Andrew Luck, you can't because of collusion. This is essentially what he's You got to go through us first. Not verbatim. I like what are you gonna like what's he gonna say? Unless there's ironclad evidence, like what's gonna yeah, go and do it. Cool. You made a phone call, yeah. He ate a fish one time and I wanted to see what kind of fish he ate. Like what what do you want to do? Hey, I wanted to see what type of fish he likes, you know? Yeah. I hear he's a pescatarian or something. He's like fucking pescatarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of what, what it is. Like hey. you can get away with it unless there's actual writing, you know? Mr. Luck, what's your favorite fish? Curious. I do believe I do believe that there is some validity to that. But if you're Andrew Luck at this stage of the game, you got babies, you made your millions. Your dad is like the like the guy for the USFL, which I guess is a thing. Yeah. Used to be the head of NFL Europe. Yep. Another fun fact. I don't know. Andrew Luck never striked me as a guy who was going to like last forever in the NFL, even though he's very good. He enjoys a great Branzino as well. (laughs) And Thank a good you. book. And a good book. Goes to show you, not the most. But yeah, no, I think he's too. I think he did it with intention when he retired initially. I think he wants to keep his brain. I think he saw the writing on the wall, and I think he was happy to leave. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, there's the only rumblings you hear are from teams, not from him. So until that ends up changing, I don't believe he's gonna end up leaving. Yeah, I don't think he he's going back to the league at all. Yeah. Now to stay on the Colts. Another thing Jim Irsay decided to announce in between, and no pressure, but uh, Jim Irsay basically announced uh, yesterday that Anthony Richardson will start the season as starting quarterback of the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Don't oh, know if that's the best idea. Boy, this boy's getting thrown out to the wolves. No lag time. Just fuck it. Get him out there. We don't need Minshew mania anymore. Kind of sad because I love myself some Gardner Minshew. Um, 
this has bad news written all over it. This had bad news when they drafted him initially. I mean, Anthony don't get Rick- me wrong. The talent's off the charts. Yeah, but that's kind of where it stops right now. He's got a. If, he's got all the intangibles. If you were, you know, the little uh, the little dude on Google Maps where you can you can grab him and drop him like onto a street. Kind of yellow dude, the bottom yeah. right. You grab yeah. him and drop him. Yeah, that's essentially what they're doing. They're taking Anthony Richardson from Florida with like a forty two percent completion percentage and just dropping him in the NFL. Essentially, <laughs> I don't think this is going to work out well. I I'm worried, and I could be wrong. I can always be wrong, um, but I'm worried it's going to be kind of like the Sam Darnold thing where it's just like too much, too fast, and it's going to overwhelm him because you need Sammy a guy. Sammy D ain't done, dog. Sammy D isn't done. He's the backup quarterback to Brock Purdy right now, and they're trying Bro, to trade Brock Trey Lance. Brock Purdy ain't so. going to be starting the He is not going to be starting the season mm. as the head QB there in San Fran. You know who is? And hold you know who's been spotted at Warriors games and Lakers games with Sammy D. Come on. I know, but McKittle, I think Brock Purdy's starting. McCaffrey, Sammy. D. I think he can do well, but my my point is the seeing ghosts thing. I think that's okay. going to. Everybody got way cool, caught up on the seeing ghosts thing. Right. For sure. But also saying that on live TV and when everybody can hear he you. that's 21 years old. He's a baby. Yeah. How old is Anthony Richardson? I know that. I'm not sa- I'm not comparing the two, but I'm saying Sammy D isn't done yet. He needs the Shanahan treatment to get a guy around him and Yeah. You know, if you if you look at Sammy D's last season, he excelled. I mean, he didn't have anybody around him but DJ Moore and he, he lit it up with DJ Moore actually. Yeah, he could be good. I mean, you have to understand Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle. I know. Dude, a loaf of bread can play quarterback for that team. I know. We've seen it. Alternate and be halfway decent. Yeah. The only guy that couldn't is Josh Johnson because he had one minute to figure out the playbook before he got thrown into the game. Like, that's the most QB friendly system ever. So if he's going to succeed, it's going to happen there. And if he doesn't, I'm sorry to tell you, it's done. It's finished. I don't think he's starting. I think Brock Purdy did enough to show that he can do some shit in that offense. Did he, though? I think so. You sure about that? Are you sure about that? I'm just saying. Are you sure about that? I'm just saying because Purdy, don't get me wrong, he he was very successful in a short burst. Yeah. Iowa kid, you know, I mean, all right, cool. Iowa State, I mean, he was a cyclone. Yeah. Broke some big Big 12 records. No big deal. But still, I I think Sammy D's going to get the nod to start the season. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. And I think if Sammy D plays to a high level, which I think he will, because Kyle Shanahan was very high on him coming out of USC. Go back and read the reports because that is a real thing. Right? Yep. Don't sleep on Sammy D this year. Might be like a bottom low level, bottom low level fantasy steal. Maybe. Todd, Todd. I got a little, (laughs) I got a little smell there. I had a little. You look it's at him, might be a late round draft pick, could be the last pick in your draft, could be a guy you keep on could your be bench. A waiver wire. <laughs> pick him I'm up on the saying. waivers. You could say it. <laughs> just saying. There's a fine yeah. line with Mel and like a fast talking high pants guy from the twenties. It's kind of yeah. like this weird. Skippity do, young man. <laughs> You're looking like, yeah, great. You see, you you should feeling be great him. too, you see? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
For real, though, I do believe that Sammy D in that system works out well, more so than a Trey Lance would, because right now, who wants Trey Lance, by the way? Who? What team could you envision stepping in and saying, I'm trading for Trey Lance? Why would you? There's no stock. I mean, when when they made the pick, it was wild. I'm not saying that he's not good. I don't know if he's good, because he only started for like nine minutes until the bears ruined his life. <laughs> like it's that wasn't the bears. He didn't get injured the on the bears. I thought he got, I thought no, he got injured in the rain. This, game. It was the week after. Oh, week two. Or I thought it was the rain exploded game. Exploded his ankle. Cause he did not play well in the rain game either. Um, no. yeah, I don't, I think, uh, like I said, like I think anybody with ample time to learn the system is going to play well there. Unlike basically any other team in the uh, NFL, but yeah, I could see Sam Darnold succeeding, and I think that's probably going to have more to say who about wants the actual Trey Lance. I mean, no one. Hypothetically, come on, somebody's got to want him. Somebody's got to throw a pick at him to say yeah, name we'll a team him. that Washington. Maybe yeah, that's about maybe. it in my head. What about what about the Broncos? Bring him in behind Russ if he sucks. Boom in. What about no, the but Dolphins? They have to play Russ. The Dolphins maybe as a backup, but I don't like he's so still so young. I don't even know if they're going to want to look for a backup. What about the Giants? Daniel Jones, Danny? Just, he just signed a contract. Sure, but Danny Dimes, maybe not. I mean, I'm just saying he had one good year. Yeah. How much stock are we going to put on one good year? They, they put enough stock to give him a fucking pretty big deal. Maybe the Vikings. You never know. Maybe they're that's going to be Cus. something coming up. Right. And they They're going to have no chance for Caleb, so. I just named like four teams right there that could. I could know, possibly, but it could happen. Maybe the it, Packers. Maybe the Packers. Yeah, they got Jordan. Not feeling Jordan Love. They got Jordan. Maybe, maybe they're like, we want a guy behind him and waiting in the wings because if he sucks, maybe we got a guy. I don't think that's happening this year, though. I don't think there's any of those teams are trading for him this year. The only one I could see is the Commanders, but for some reason they're just smitten on Mister Howell over there, which I don't understand. At maybe all. Howell's got a Howell, you know? Maybe I don't know he's about got that. A, just an absolute cannon for a oh. boy. Right. Maybe. Right. Doubt it. What about the Falcons? They, you know, you think Desmond Ritter is going to get him over the? Con- I mean, come that's on. another what one. Like, what are we doing here? No, right? it's all right because they got Bijan now, so Desmond Ritter's going to be fine. Oh, so yeah, because because Bijan can throw football. Yeah. I almost want mustard talk there. Take it easy. <laughs> Too excited. What uh, if? Well, I got one more. Yeah. What if MCDC? What if Motor City Dan Campbell's like? You know what? This Jared Goff thing isn't working. Well, they got I a back Trey Lance. Yeah, I know the Hendon Hooker thing because you love him. Yeah, so don't be a fucking hater. So, Vince, here's the real question. If Hendon Hooker starts before the end of the season, are you totally converting to a Lions fan? Would you? No, but I'll be jacked up for him, dude. Yeah? But I was kind of jacked up for Jared Goff last year because he was playing pretty well. So Not against – yeah, no, true. No, I I know. Not the whole time, but a lot of times. I mean, he threw over 4,000 yards last year, need I remind you. Um Real wow, that's impressive. Now, there's been a lot. Okay, this is a fun chat now. Good segue. Thank you. So, in NFL history, every NFL team but one has a four thousand yard passer. Even Brian Sippy from nineteen ninety on the Browns. I mean, come on now. Eighty. What about Joe Namath in nineteen sixty seven for the Jets? What about Warren Moon for the Oilers, a.k.a. Yeah. the Titans? Yeah. Well, what about you know the Bears? The... Bears? Yeah. Big old goose egg. <laughs> Do we have that planned? Yes. 
Do the Bears yeah. suck with quarterbacks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's so depressing. Do we have room to improve? Bet your ass. Oh, no. Always. Literally never have we not had room to improve. With that segue, we go in to a very condensed Bears corner. <sighs> all right. All I got cool. today. Very neat. Anyways. Very neat, very neat. Just a small one. Small, small roar. Now... It has come out recently that Coach Eberflus and the coaching staff of the Chicago Bears have said that since Justin Fields has had an entire offseason to learn the playbook, come in now. He's got some pieces around him. They said he looks better than he ever has. Need I remind you, college graduated too? Right? Family Just graduated. services and financial services graduated. Justin Schuyler Fields. Cheers. Middle Play name Schuyler. Way to get the degree. Yeah. Now, um, looking at this, does he have the ability to become the first Bears passer of over 4,000 yards in 2023? Oh, in today's NFL, absolutely. Will okay. he? I don't know. Does All he have right. the ability to? Yes, especially with the targets that he has now. DJ Moore coming in, Claypool, Mooney playing the slot. There's a lot of excitement coming in right now. Will it all end up happening that way? I don't know. How are the running backs going to work? I don't know. But it's possible. Recent reports, Darnell Mooney may not be ready until the end of training camp. Why is that? Because his ankle exploded. Or, yeah. Yep, that did happen. I thought he was going to be back in ample time. Yeah, no, uh, there have been now reports by the training staff that he may not be back until the end of training camp, which does does give you a little sign of pause. Gives you the preseason, but that still sucks. We did take that kid out of Cincinnati. Who yep. is a burner down the middle of the field, which I believe they took as an ace in a hole. I think it could work. I think you doing uh, good over there, big fella. Uh, dude, I literally breathed in air and then everything just got stuck in my throat. And then I was just fighting for my life. But I think I'm OK now. All right. He's back. Anyway, I'm back, guys. <laughs> I do this for that. you. I almost died for you guys. Don't forget that. He's like Prince. He would die for you. Anyways, yeah. with all that. I mean, I do you think that's a, a solid reason why they took the kid out of Cincinnati, who's the middle burner, four three, four forty? I mean, come on. I think you go for best talent, and I think that's what they were doing. Fair. Um, I don't think they want to replace Mooney necessarily, but I do think they want another speed demon on the side, throw him in a couple times, have him do some trick plays, maybe return a kick or two. I'm but not against talent. It. I dig it too. I'm with it. Now, in other Bears news, um, they're have been now numerous reports on a local level that the Bears have requested to the city of Arlington Heights to demolish the Arlington International Racecourse in the village of Arlington Heights. The 326-acre property is yet to be demolished. It is still standing in the horse track slash training tracks and stables surrounding it in OTB will all be demolished. Now... There is a tax issue. The team could threaten to stay downtown longer if it feels financially slighted. So don't fuck around. Earlier this year, Cook County Accessor Fritz Keige reset the value of Arlington Park's land at $197 million, almost six times the $33.5 million value it had as a horse track. The new assessment would cost the Bears an additional $15 million per year on property taxes. That's such bullshit. (laughs) Like, where do they come up with this? Right. This is why it's called Where did Crook it come County. from? 
Some guy was like, eh, the evaluation yeah. 197. It's why it's called the Windy City, too. Everybody's so corrupt. That's what I'm saying. It's like, God, it's a Tuesday and the wind's blowing. And I feel like this is worth $197 million. And you're like, how the hell did you figure that one out? Um, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. I They have some way of doing it for sure. And they're going to try to take advantage of the situation when they can. But it's that's so dumb. It's so dumb. The Bears it's worth more Soldier with Field. nothing there. It's worth more with nothing there. Mind you, the Bears lease at Soldier Field runs through 2033. Yeah, they can get out But they that. can exit the agreement starting in 2026 by paying the city of Chicago $90 million. In the grand the scheme of things? decreasing every year until the lease ends. They'll be okay. I think they'll probably figure it I think it they're going to be okay. Yeah. Do you think they sell the team before the stadium is built? Yes. Got I it. think they sell it when it's in production and everything's looking nice and cheery and happy. Got it. Because opening the stadium is going to be more difficult Something they're not than gonna be building very good it at. in the first place. Right. Yes. And I don't think Virginia can last even two more years, let alone until the stadium's done. So <laughs> they've got to figure it out at some point. All right. I dig it. But some things to think about here. The Bears could threaten yeah. and be like, fuck it. We're just going to stay in this shitty stadium where the seats are made of cardboard. It's the smallest stadium in the NFL. That is such a joke. It's such it a joke. It also looks like a spaceship. also looks like a spaceship. Electric on game day. Though, when they redid the stadium in the early 2000s, everybody was like, you sure you're not going to put a dome on it? And everybody was like, nah, that's not what we're about here. And they're like, what? Yeah. You should probably put a dome on that thing. Revisionist like, history nah. is a bitch, huh? <laughs> nah. Make it look like a fucking UFO. Yeah. Good talk. All right. Yeah, make it look yeah, put put extended seating on one side, then not the other. Yeah. Put the extended seating Stupid. on one side. Make the seats of cardboard and uh that whole four hundred section up there gonna be steep as shit. People yeah. are just gonna fall If you fall backwards, you're gonna land on the field. Pretty much. Goddamn mess. I love this city. Kind of like, kind of like old Comiskey slash U.S. Cellular slash Mortgage Park before they redid the upper level. Yeah. And what a better segue to talk about. It's still kind of like that to a point, though. Even if you go up there, you're like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah, no, it is. It's not perfect. But I mean, hey, sometimes you like the bird's eye view. You know what I'm saying? But we got some baseball talk. Yeah, Vince put a fun graphic in yeah. the notes today about where we are at this stage of the game. We're 36 in games MLB into the MLB season, Mike. Okay. And how in comparison. How would that look on other sides of the world? Shout right? out to at Jay Kuda, one of my favorite Twitter follows. A lot of people follow him as well. So if you, 36 games out of 162 game season is 22.22% of the season done. That is equivalent to week four in the fourth quarter of the NFL season. Game 19 in the NBA season. We're talking Tuesday, 10 a.m. on a work morning. In a 40-hour work week. Hole five in a golf. Mile six in a marathon. Freshman year, mid-May. So right before the end of your freshman year in high school. And finally, March 23rd at 2.40 a.m. on a calendar year. So... We're still early, but there's a lot of surprises, whether teams that are good or there's teams that are bad. We're going to kind of talk about both of them because a lot of these teams are blowing my mind right now. Who would, in theory, be blowing your mind if you had to think about it? 
The fir- I mean, the first one's the Pirates. Yep. Because everybody expected them to be horrible. Mind everybody you. Everybody always expects the Pirates to be horrible. Correct. Correct. And McCutcheon brought something to them. Mind you, they're 21 and 16 right now. You go on a six-game slide, you know, they're 500 again. Still better than what the Pirates expected, but not that, you know, world-beaten second-best team in the league that they were to start off the season. Um, They got to get their boy O'Neal Cruz back. Key Brian Hayes has to be a little bit more consistent. Some better pitching. We're probably doing well as well, besides Vince Velasquez, who's a Cy Young candidate for some reason this year. Somehow, somewhere. Uh, he he so caught dumb. on in Pittsburgh, but not on the south side. Go I hate figure. it. Uh, but Go yeah, figure. no. So Pirates, kind of a wagon right now. Don't expect it to happen. That's kind of the way I want to structure this, too. It's like, who's surprising you, and does this continue? Because there's a lot. Again, we're, we're Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. in a work week. The end of the season's that Friday happy hour. Can the Pirates keep this going? My brain says absolutely not. Well, you know, you never count any team out until the Correct. fat lady sings. Now, People were trying to count the Orioles out last year. Right? I mean, the Orioles fought to the very bitter end. And they're looking like they could be a squad they're this back. season. I mean, they're second <laughs> in the AL East. And I've told everybody, pay attention to this team because they're going to be really good. Not only the rest of this year, but in many years to come. 89 they're, and 66 since they brought up Adley Rushman. Yeah. If any team wants to learn how to do a full-blown rebuild, look at that franchise because they're currently doing it. And they have an abundance of young talent. And it's actually kind of scary. Good morning, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good morning, Baltimore is right. Now, if we look at it, um, the Brewers just lost a game, oh, yeah. uh, and literally the standings just changed. So the Pirates are actually back in first place right Yes, now. they are. So yes, fun are. fact, but the Brew Crew, if we do look at the NL Central, is the NL, NL Central overall as a division like the biggest surprise this year out of any division? Are you saying out of, like who's on top and who's on bottom kind of? Exactly. Got to be. Uh, I think it has to be. Nobody could have predicted this if they tried. We've talked about them in ad nauseum, the White Sox, who are at 12 and 24 right now. Another team, same general vicinity in the country. The St. Louis Cardinals also 12 and 24. You have fans clamoring that they need a better catcher. They have all-star catcher Wilson Contreras on their team. And they miss Yachty, obviously. Yachty... Isn't the difference between being 20 and or 24 and 12 and 12 and 24, in my opinion. There were a lot of reports last season coming out of the Chicago Cubs organization saying that they didn't feel the need to resign him. What he was looking for is nothing they were willing to pay. And there was actually a lot of talks in the clubhouse that he was not very good calling games and he was not very good at framing, nor was he very good at calling games with his pitchers yeah. and planning games with his pitchers. I don't Yachty, think he's a defensive catcher. Yeah. Well, I mean, he has a cannon of an arm. Right. Um, and I never would have thought at this stage Hot of bat. the season that they would be putting him in the outfield in DH. I don't, yeah. how, how long that lasts, I don't know. That's a head scratcher for me. They can't. Like you look at that team though, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, you almost got eight gold glovers on that entire team. Which Haters coming back at some stupid, point. You got right? the Japanese monster from the WBC playing on your team. Like they should be a squad. And again, Tuesday morning on a work week is where we're at in the season. That can definitely change. I don't expect them to be twelve and twenty four for the rest of the year, but 
at some point you gotta turn it on. They're two and eight in they, their last ten. They did steal a game from the Cubbies today and yesterday, so they did put two in a row together. So you can't like say it's done done. Yeah. Right? That's kind of what I'm saying, but like eventually it will be. You know? Well eventually it, it hits. You know, it's interesting right now to pay attention to this kind of I guess overreactions coming out of the MLB. I don't believe a Cardinal season shot. They have too much talent. Jordan Walker. I mean, why he's in the minors right now? You're absolutely I, I no so idea. hot. You know exactly why. It just sucks that he is. Does the MLBPA need to step in? I mean, at the end of this year and say, okay, we got to find a different way because every this year, happened to Chris Bryant. This happened same to conversation players. every year. Same conversation. It never gets changed. No one can agree on it. It's going to stay the same forever. It's so annoying. Someone's got to do it. It doesn't make any sense. They don't do that shit in hockey. Like, what are we doing? I, they don't do it in the NBA either. Yeah. So, I'm, Well, usually you you draft a guy, he plays in the NBA. Kind of I understand, but there have been other guys, you know, might be high school prospects that you right. want to see jump to that next level. So yeah. it could, in theory, be 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 a thought process for them to change, but it's the MLB. It's the oldest of old. Yeah, they don't now, shit. Besides pitch clock, shout out to it. The Yankees right now, if they were in most of any other division, would be competing for the division. But They would be in... winning the AL Central <laughs> right now. It's true. They would be, but right they're now, last place. you know, the defensive end that is uh, Aaron Judge is out. He's on a 10-day DL. Yep. Um, and I think that might be hurting him a little bit. Push comes to shove, I think the Yanks are going to be fine. But the AL sure. East this year is supreme. Like, they are better than most. And and I can't believe the Rays, though. I mean, the Rays this season, what are they doing? There's got to be something going on behind Yeah. Them. Like, I that's what I don't. How do the fucking Rays, a small market team, just put together, like, team after team to compete, making playoffs, winning divisions, and it's like their stadiums crumbling around them, right? And they don't—they could give two fucks. I so blame yeah, Sting Rays. I blame the Tampa Bay Rays for who Jerry Reinsdorf is. I truly do. Why do you blame? <laughs> because he's like, oh, we can just do that instead. No, you can't. No one can. The Athletics did it for two seasons in the early two thousands, and it ruined their franchise entirely. And not for they're getting sold now. The Rays are an anomaly, and it's incredible but it's also impossible. 29-8 and eight with that lineup is crazy. So much swagger. The pitching's insane. They just got Jake Diekman after the White Sox dropped him. He's going to be an all-star reliever now for the Rays because it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> Tyler, Glass now, Tyler Glass now has a rehab assignment right now. He's going to come back and be an ace again too. It's like it'll never end. They'll just be like good you forever. You just look at the juice of a team like that. They're playing hard. They're running hard down the line. They care, you know, man. A team like the White Sox, like they are so defeated right now, and it's not even funny. And yeah, you can totally. already tell. Like it, like you might as well just stick a fork in them. They're done. They're in the same situation that the St. Louis Cardinals are in. They can turn it around again. It's Tuesday at ten a.m. I've had plenty of plenty they of weeks are, where Tuesday at 10 a.m. They are not in the same situation as the St. Louis Cardinals. At I've all. had plenty of weeks. I they agree. I'm just saying they're in the same situation the right now. That agree. that fucking team has. It is more believable 
to see the Cardinals come back and win the division, Obviously. you know, in August than it is the White Sox coming back and winning a division in August. There's Counterpoint, no Cardinals are in a way better division. Way better? Way better. I wouldn't consider that way better. I would. I mean, what? The okay, the worst team games. in the division's twelve and twenty-four. The worst team the, in the division is the Royals is is ten. Okay, are we gonna base it off the best team in the division or the worst team in the division? Because the best team in the division right now is nineteen and seventeen with second the, place. The Guardians at seventeen and nineteen. Seventeen night losing record. Get Pirates it. twenty-one and sixteen. Sixteen and nineteen Tigers are worse than the seventeen and eighteen Cubs. I do think it's a lot easier to win the AL Central than it is the NL Central. I don't even think it's particularly close. Well, whether or not we, they're going to do told, it, is we 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 were question. we were talking about this before the season even started. All of the owners in the AL Central get together every year. They're like, "All right, let's we're going to really fucking suck." <laughs> Who wants to be the shortest kid on the bus? Come on, who's who's raising their hand? White Sox are always like, are we going to make money? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame. Now, what is not a shame, though, is finally, it looks like the Angels might be putting something together. Uh-oh. Might be. It That's might be. that blanket optimism. Last Could. year, same thing happened, and they fucking yeah. plummeted. Otani passed Babe Ruth in strikeouts. Most strikeouts by a hitter pitcher. Congrats to him. Mike Trout's going to hit 9,000 home runs this year. The Angels are going to miss the playoffs by 12 games. I've never been more confident in my life about anything. They're the best at losing often. I don't get it, and I feel bad, but that's the Angels, baby. Yeah. What are the odds that Shohei finishes the season his buddy in St. Louis gives him a call, Lance Newbar, <laughs> and he's like, hey, why don't we recreate the World Baseball Classic Magic in St. Louis? You in? And then he's probably going to be like, eh, how much are they going to pay me? they are like, oh, we'll pay you a bag. Yeah, 450 to $500 million. Okay. They could do it. They could yeah. totally do it. Oh, yeah. They'd Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being on the Yankees. Wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being on the Mets. Would be surprised if he stays on the Angels. I agree. Now, Mike Trout, I mean, if he never wins a World Series in his career, is his career just totally kind of shadowed? I don't know. It's tough. By the fact that he never won one. It's tough. I mean, Bonds never did. Got close. Yeah, but, you know, Bonds is still a legend. Best he was in ever. the dance. Tony right? Gwynn never in- did. I think I wouldn't even I wouldn't even count Frank Thomas as actually winning one truly because he didn't even play that year. I mean, Frank uh, Thomas still still got a ring. No, I I know, but it's like you know what I'm saying. He wasn't very much a contributor for that. Um, I think baseball is the easiest argument that you can make against that because there are so many different things that affect how the game is played. I think he. He's obviously a first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the best players ever already, even if he were to retire today. Um, but, yeah, you really want to see him win one. Yeah, he signed such a big contract, and I don't think they're going to get rid of him at any time soon. But I think for his sanity, he should probably get traded to the Phillies so he can go home and win some shit with them. I don't think anybody's going to trade for him. Maybe the Yankees. Somebody maybe make a splash for him. Oh, because, anybody like, would the, trade for him. The I just Angels... Don't know. 
the Angels this from. year need to kind of come to terms. So like, what are we doing? The two of the best players. I mean, they, they might be able to make a run. It's always to me. I know, you know, we're at whatever we're, we're 9am on a Tuesday and we're waiting until happy hour on a Friday. But in baseball talk, it all starts to come to the full picture after the all-star break. Yep. And those are things that I'm looking forward to keep on paying attention to. Got some battles going on right now, but definitely don't have much faith in the AL Central. All I'll say about that. It's probably the best way to look at it. Probably the best way to look at it. And another great way to look at it is that the Taxi Squad podcast will be covering it regardless. Because that's what we do. No doubt. We love what we do. And as always, we thank you for joining us this week. And always know that we'll be back next week because that's exactly what we do. Now, as you're thinking about this whole thing, like, why do I listen to this podcast? Well, A, because you enjoy it. And and B, because, you know, it you. gives you something to do, um, you know, with your grandfather because right. he's a good dude. And if you haven't done this yet, I mean, we, we want to see it. So if right. you got some sort of image of you watching or listening to the show uh, with your grandfather, uh, send us some pics. You know, we want to see it. Right. Or if you don't want to take a picture and you want to just be a YouTube thing, do that. All we're asking you really to do is tell your goddamn grandpa about us. That's really all it is. Right? So you got to do that. I'm fitting in a little early this week because I actually mean it. And then not only that, you got to like it. Like it. You got to follow it. Follow it. And you got to rate it. Five stars. Ten stars. stars Forty stars. Fuck it. Whatever. Whatever star that you could give it, give it. And then, as always, we'll see you next week. Peace.